Happy holidays, y'all. I'm off for Christmas today, and I hope you are too. If you're ready for a little holiday celebrating, here's a cocktail idea from Belly Restaurant in Portland, Oregon. Chop up a thick cucumber slice and place it in a rocks glass under ice. Top with one and a half ounces of gin, three quarters of an ounce of Clear Creek Distillery Douglas Fir Eau de Vie, which is awesome and tastes like pine, a half ounce fresh lemon juice, and one ounce simple syrup. It'll be piney and refreshing and perfect for sipping fireside, slopeside, or by your tree. For today's episode, I got to play Santa for the popular mechanic staff, asking people who play with cool goods and gadgets for a living what they actually want for their own holiday gifts. After that, Peter Martin gets spooked by all the recent hacking scares and asks technology editor Alex George to help him change the password on his smart thermostat. And the testing table compares the responses of Amazon Alexa, Google Home, and Siri to questions about Santa. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year, y'all. I'm Jacqueline Detweiler, and you're listening to the most useful podcast ever. This is our holiday uh, I guess I should just call it a holiday list rather than a Christmas list because you could really give any of these gifts for Festivus or Hanukkah. Valentine's Day Valentine's, isn't that far Valentine's away. Valentine's Day is a good option. Comes at you fast. Uh, so this is Matt Allen, who is our senior editor. You're kind of like a gear editor, so you're a, you're a good one. Yeah. So what's uh, yeah? You're like our beer guy too. I feel like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what is it? Uh, what's your thing? Is it adventure related, beer related? What do you want? What it, do you want? I would say it's beer related, although technically it's more of a like culinary implement. Uh, what I want is the uh, Anova Immersion Sous Vide. Oh, I, we talked about sous vide on the podcast earlier this year. Yeah, I, I, the thing I like about the immersion, especially having a New York City apartment, it doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, I'm trying to think, it's you know it's about the size of a real big cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then at the top of it, there's a dial that reads out the temperature it's at. Uh, the Anova is also nice uh, because it connects to your phone, so you can be literally anywhere and adjusting the temperature as needed or checking on it. Um, and so it's just really easy to program like how you're gonna cook something. And if, you, if you're not familiar with sous vide, basically you put your food in like a vacuum sealed or a zipper lock bag without, without the oxygen out of it. And you look at, let it cook at a very low temperature. So your meat isn't overdone. And if you're like me, then you can like take out a steak that's perfectly cooked through and give it a quick sear for the crispy edge. Right, oh cool. Mm-hmm. And then how's it related to beer? Oh, uh, I'm sure I'll make steak with it, but the main thing, <laughs> I, the main thing I want it for is uh, is making beer. I'm a home brewer. Um, one of the steps of home brewing is you take all your ground up barley and you have to soak it in fairly hot water, um, usually about 152 degrees Fahrenheit. And your exact temperature is really tough to control on a gas stovetop. Uh, there's usually sort of a game of like turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So wait, how much does this thing cost? I've seen a lot of prices listed uh, with holiday sales anywhere between I think 130 and 200, depending on like where you go to buy it and uh, you know what day it is. Okay, and who do you think that you're likely to get it? Like, what's your what's your chance here? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty high. Um, I'm tough to shop for as a gear editor. Like, there's always fun stuff sent in to play around with. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Don't get you a tent. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So you think someone will get it for you? I think so. Who do you think? Wife? Uh, yeah, definitely my wife. The wife. Uh, I don't think any of the family members love me quite that much for <laughs> two hundred dollars sous vide. That's nice. all right. That's all right. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so next we have Lara Sorokonich, who Hello. is an associate editor. You do a lot of gear stuff too. And I feel like you, I don't know, I feel like you would have interesting ideas for what you want for. Yeah, so um, my gear of choice is any kind of tiny robot. Mm. Um, I I mean, Jackie's seen my desk. It's got several tiny robots. Yep, several tiny robots. Yeah, they're mostly children's toys. Um, <laughs> 
but they're very cool. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Technological toys. Um, but yeah, so what I wanted this year that I actually already got because I got a sample of it um, is the Anki Cosmo, mm-hmm. which is, I guess it's branded as a toy for children, but it's also a really fascinating piece of technology for adults. Um, it's basically one of the first consumer artificial intelligence robots Mm -hmm. um and it also happens to be very very cute Mm -hmm. um it's like this little robot he kind of looks like um i guess he looks like a little dump truck almost not in like or like a little (laughs) bulldozer Uh he's got a face that's animated um and the face was animated by people who had previously worked at pixar oh so Um, it's like a tiny like eve Yes, it's it's kind of like Wally. Okay, actually, um, I guess he's more like Wally. Yeah, um, really cute. And basically, it uh, you turn it on and it rolls around and it recognizes your face. Um, it'll come over and try to play games with you. It will recognize multiple people in your family. Um, so cute. I know. How much do they cost? They're expensive. They're I think they're. I want to say it's one hundred and sixty. Okay. Um, but it's definitely. I would think a good way to get a child interested in robots and robotics. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, it made me interesting, interested in robots and like inside I'm a child. Right. So, yeah. And it's just super cute. Yeah. Like really cute. And um, it's new. I think it came out in October. So there's still coming out with new updates for it and stuff like that. So that's also cool. Like, does, he have, does he have like accessories that you could get for him? He comes with three blocks and those blocks are like a part of his like shtick. He'll, uh-huh. like, he'll pick them up and you can teach him to um, roll them around or to stack them up and knock them over. And then when he plays games, you play with the blocks. It seems like a good Christmas gift because I feel like what always happens is you open all the gifts and then you're like, now what do we play with? We need to play. You need to have something that you can play with. Yes, that day. I agree. That's yeah. like there's like the the fury of like opening up the presents, and then it's like everybody just sort of like walks away, and you and need all something. Someone, you need something to connect everybody. Yeah, I can actually say when is this? This comes out. This comes out before Christmas, but my parents won't listen to it because they don't know how. Right. So I'm getting them a stand up paddleboard, and they are. Oh. They are big beach people, and yes. they are going to lose it. You are from a part of the country that is that much more. That we could actually equipped. play with that yes. on Christmas. Yes, yes. So uh, that's that's probably going to be the plan. I'm from a part of the country the that is, you know, you stay inside and you look <laughs> at the snow out the window. That's true. Yeah, maybe you'll get a white Christmas. I hope so. I, it's out. It's already snowy in Pennsylvania where right. my parents live. So well, good luck. Uh, so now we have James Lynch who is our editorial assistant. And you, what do you want for Christmas? I I feel like I'm Santa. Yeah, well, without all the power to grant the wishes. Right, and you can't sit on oh, the lap what you because want? this is an office. And yeah. also, you're bigger than me. Sure, sure. I would probably, cry. I would at least hurt you. <laughs> uh, so, so what would you like for Christmas, James? <laughs> um, this has been, I feel like this, this is my first real job, and I feel like a really practical person now, which is a real bummer, where I'm like, uh, literally, my uh, Christmas list includes ice cube tray. Oh, do you not have an ice free, ice cube tray? Uh, we have an ice maker, but it's too far away from the water to connect a little like tube to it. And I know my my landlord's not gonna. <laughs> no, yeah, not gonna, can't, not gonna put yourself can't on, be line on that. This is New York City, so don't have it. So, but the the most high tech thing I want now is I want a digital TV antenna. Oh, yeah. Okay, and I don't actually understand because I have 
cable, so I don't understand how those work. Must be nice. I know. I'm sorry. No, I actually don't. <laughs> I don't even want a cable. Um, <laughs> what, one day we'll pay you enough for cable, James. Yeah, I'm not crossing my fingers um, <laughs> or hold my breath. Um, but no, so I think my understanding is that you used to have like the rabbit ears and all that. Then a couple of years ago, there's a big hullabaloo about them ending that and going right. to digital uh, TV antennas. Yep, I so, remember hearing about that. Right. I, it didn't affect me at the time. But now I have this TV in my room and I've got, I use a fire, an Amazon Fire Stick, which is sweet, mm-hmm. but I can't watch local news. And I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan and they were playing the Bills game and it was nationally televised, but uh-huh. I, don't have, I don't have TV. So I couldn't watch it. Uh-huh. Well, I watched it. Well, legally. <laughs> oh, I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so how much does one of these things cost? Okay. So I went on Amazon, which seems like a reasonable place to find one of these, and I and I bookmarked it for this very purpose. And sent it to every member of my family. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. No, so I want the one by one amplified HD TV antenna, fifty mile range with detachable amplifier, USB power supply, and ten foot coaxial cable. Whoa, that sounds intense. Yeah. What does yes, it look yeah. like? It just looks like a box. Well, it looks. That sounded like it was going to be like an insane. I, I, I actually imagine it being like a smaller version of those giant power tower things that they have right. out in the wilderness. You can get those. They're still out. Like, you can totally... The ones where, like, they they, they look like a, like a stick bug on steroids yes. that was, yes. like, dipped in, in metal or something. Yeah, anodized, really, anodized giant stick bug. Exactly. Yes. Which is the easiest way to describe that. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but, no, they make some of those, but I think it'd be kind of weird to have sticking out my window. Right. Um, but so they make these ones now. They're kind of like a placemat, and you can, like, stick them to your window, or you can just set them beside your TV. I mean, it looks small, but it's, like, 12 inches by, like, 9 inches. Yeah. So it's pretty. Oh, hefty. it's like thirty bucks. It's on sale. Yeah, yeah. I I went and did some heavy research and picked the one that was the Amazon bestseller. Oh. And so that means I didn't do any research. I just, oh well, hey, that's. I mean, that's how a lot of people research their Christmas. Totally. Games. And I read some reviews. It seems do you think? Do you think you're likely to get this? Uh, yes. Really? So yes. Yeah, Ooh. it's a week away from Christmas. It's a thirty dollar gift, and I have like family members who I haven't told I want anything yet. Like uh-huh. that, that's a sweet spot, right? Oh, there totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, I can get well that Amazon. I got that Prime membership, so it's, it'll be here in two days, and I know he wants it. <laughs> so. uh, cool. Yeah. Well, good luck. I can't believe you don't have ice cube tray. Yeah, I will get you an ice cube tray. I'll get you an ice cube tray. Wow. Yeah. You are like Santa. I am. And now we have Matt Goulet, who is leaving. You are not ever going to be on this podcast again unless we call you in. And you can. Yeah, I guess we can. I'm sad. I'm sad uh-huh. that it's uh, Matt I like Goulet. to think I've contributed something to this series. You have. You're, people are big fans of you. <laughs> They're big fans of, your, of you hating everything. I don't know. I don't hate anything. And I, and I got something I love for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, it's impossible. Well, unless... <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> World peace. Um... Uh, what I want is a black 1993 Ford F-150 SVT Lightning. It was like a special edition performance version of, a, like, you can go Google it right now, of, like, the Ford's F-150 in the 90s. Uh-huh. And it sits kind of low, and it's got this cool little, like, 90s-era-looking logo on it. And it's, like, sort of like if they just put, like, an F-150 around a Mustang. That's what oh, it would be. Oh, that sounds great. It's, like, it's just the most bad. And it's, like. Wait, what, would, what do you want this for? Um, like what would you do with it? I would drive haul, haul stuff. I would drive to like California, and and like sleep out of it like McConaughey or something. <laughs> it's like it's awesome. Says the guy who's like it's his last day at his job. <laughs> He's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna drive to California. I would go back in time and become like a Texas high school football player and drive this truck. <laughs> it's like it's so it's so choice. Um, yeah, that I mean, 
That and like they're online. How likely are so you said this is impossible? Well, it's impossible in the respect that like I'm not getting one for this Christmas. <laughs> and I'd probably eventually have to buy one for myself. But like they are on the market and there's like a little bit of a fan club around them. Um in that you can like probably find one with probably like seventy six thousand to one hundred twenty thousand miles on it for like nine grand. Okay. And like I think they're kind of hard to maintain, and like they get like you know fifteen miles per gallon, but like they're like cool. Like but they're, they're so they're cool. so cool. And it's like <laughs> I'm you know, I, like I'm not you know like a, enough of a gearhead at all to like care about the performance of my car i just right. want it to look awesome i actually i have on uh, i've had several car editors tell me they wouldn't buy a new car really so, yeah but just because well ezra likes new cars ezra's our car editor yeah. who i should call and see what kind of car he wants but that's yeah but i've had other people tell me other people who've worked here uh del Colley and and alex say that they're like it's not worth it yeah so great good to know yeah. that's the thing ezra when uh if you when you hear this i want to hit you up in about four years when i'm ready to afford this thing and <laughs> Um, cool. Well, I hope you get it one day. Yeah, I'll just Probably put it on my for Christmas. You should buy it for yourself for Christmas. That's a self yeah. present. It's like a five year plan. Just buy myself a Christmas present, or I can put it on Amazon wish list and put out my user information out there for folks that they want to. <laughs> I know. I was like, if anyone wants to send gifts to the <laughs> staff of the most useful podcast ever, you know, you know what to get us. Right. Just I, put it I want there. a wetsuit. That's what I want. A four millimeter wetsuit. From O'Neill. That's what I want. Are you swimming more? No, I actually have a swimming wetsuit. I have a triathlon wetsuit. Yeah. But you can't wear a triathlon wetsuit to go surfing. Uh, you can, but they're not. They're not the same. And you're going um, cold weather surfing these days. Is that what? It's no, a I don't. For? I I would need a five millimeter to go as cold water uh-huh. as it is now, and I have no desire to get in in the winter. But I want to be ready when it gets nicer in the spring. Ah. So once it gets like just once it gets warm enough that it's like meh, it's sunny and not disgusting outside. I want to get some spring waves in. That's what I want. All right, now we got. Kevin Dupsick here. Uh, so what do you want for Christmas? Okay, so this is something I've wanted for a few years, and I think my I've asked my family for it before, and I think they've just thought it was too weird or nerdy. But a long time ago, I interviewed this guy who started this company called Wicked Device, and they basically make like electronics and things that are powered by Arduinos where you can sort of program them and do cool things. And one thing they have they call the Angular Clock. Mm-hmm. And what it is is it's like a clear like plexiglass enclosure, so it's a desk clock. And then it has three like meters that have like the needle gauges where the needle goes from oh, left to cool. right. Uh-huh. And one is um, hours, one is minutes, and one is seconds. And it's powered by an Arduino. So you assemble it yourself. It comes as a kit. And then you print out these clock faces to go with the needles. And then you actually have to figure out how to program it to show hours on one needle, minutes on one. So I think uh-huh. it just like looks kind of cool, but it's yeah. also... It sounds like it would look like an old amp or something. Yeah, that is what it is looks like. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think it would look cool, but also... Like, I've never actually tried to program anything with an Arduino. So I think it'd be, like, cool to learn. And then the other thing is that, like, once you figure out how to program it, you could print out any other clock face and have it measure anything else you want. So, like, if you wanted to have it measure, like, like what time sunset is today or something, as long Uh, as it's something you can program in to change every day, then you can put something else on the the clock if you want. Oh, that's cool. Which I think would be fun. Like, dials of whatever you'd like that. You could put put them on different time zones. Yeah, you could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, So I think that'd be really fun. Not that you can't do that with a regular clock, but... Yeah, but this one you make yourself. Right. No, but I'm... here's the downside is that like if if I'm not smart enough to program it, I'm going to be really angry. <laughs> well, then but then it's an ongoing project. That's fine. Having something that you can play with for a while. Yeah. It's a that's a solid. That's probably in fact, 
like somebody should check in on me like every three days after Christmas and be like, you figured it out yet, dummy? Come on. <laughs> You're going to be in your, we will be like, isn't Kevin supposed to show up? Like he's back from holidays, isn't he? Yeah. And, <laughs> and you'll be like in your garage, just like angrily huffing and puffing. Yeah. Or I'll just be late every day because I think I've done it right. But actually I programmed it wrong and the time's <laughs> not correct. <laughs> you'll be like, it's 930. What are you talking about? We'll be like, uh, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, Kevin. Look at, yeah. this, look at this guy. Uh, so what is this thing actually called? Uh, so it's just called the angular clock. Um, yeah, and it just comes as a kit, $60, which I think is like a fair price for cool looking clock because clocks weirdly get expensive. They do, yeah. And do you think anyone will get it for you? <laughs> I put it on my Christmas list again. You did? <laughs> yeah. So it failed last time. And this time, I couldn't think of any, I couldn't think of a whole lot of other stuff I really wanted. Uh huh. So I thought maybe like it's Slim Pickens on this list that I sent to my mom and my uh-huh. brother, and they'll be like, well, this well, is kind of the coolest right. thing. Is. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, uh, I'd like some socks, and I'd like, like, uh, do you know that James Lynch asked for ice cube trays? What? He's, ha- he's having a rough time. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I'll go downstairs and buy you an ice, cream tra- ice cube tray. What I guess this using? is, but it's, it's like the first time he's lived on his own, and he's in the big city. He's, he says he's drinking it's a, it's an warm adjustment. gin and tonics. <laughs> Just drink one less gin and tonic and spend the 99 cents. On an ice cube yeah. tray. I think we should all chip in a cent or two and get him yeah, an ice get him cube an ice tray. Cube tray. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, so Peter Martin and Alex are back in the podcast room because Alex Peter Martin... Alex doesn't get a last name. At what? Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> Do you even have a last name? No, just Alex. Alex, just X. Alex the tech. A-L-E and then <laughs> X is the last Al- initial. Alex. <laughs> uh, Alex George, our tech editor, and Peter Martin, who is our executive editor. Um, and you needed help with something. I did. Well, I got scared. So we're working on a story for the March issue called The Threat Report, and it's just a bunch of different weapons and planes and terrible things we should be worried about. Right. And okay. one... Now's a good time to do that. That's... How well, stressed are you? I'd be stressed out. Christmas time. <laughs> best, best feeling. Um, but so one one section is a story from Dan Dubno, one of our contributing editors. He talked to a bunch of uh, surveillance experts and security experts in the internet world. And all they could talk about was how worried they are about all the Internet of Things devices that we have connected that can be used for these DDoS attacks. Right, right. Um, like the one that took down the Times and Reddit and those mm-hmm. things for a few hours a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, every one of them was just like, if you have a smart refrigerator, if you have a smart uh, thermostat, which is what I wanted to ask Alex about, don't leave the default password because that's what hackers use. Uh, they just know that your password is usually admin123. Right. Then your thermostat is involved in hacking some other thing. It just becomes another node for the attack to right. go through. So they but can take it over. I, one question before Alex actually gives you tips on this. Is the danger mostly things like um, your appliance being recruited as a, a ghost server or whatever in one of these attacks or is it something that like the russians could hack in and make it do something to you for right now it's just the attacks okay. but for future stuff and some of the stuff that dan that actually didn't get in the story was too scary uh, <laughs> ah, but so they reporting <laughs> things that are too scary that's terrifying that's, any um any internet connected device can be used against you so he was talking about how they're they're worried that people will take over um like a diabetics insulin right, pump right right or pacemaker or something just, like that and then they just like you hold it ransom and the way that people do ransomware now on your computer if you want your files back you give them 10,000 bucks 5,000 bucks uh if you don't want your heart to stop <laughs> i mean that's like the plot of a like a thriller movie speed three summer yes <laughs> speed three your heartbeat i'm uh, writing that so don't steal that <laughs> listeners uh and i'm gonna make a million dollars 
Yeah, so I got worried because I have a Honeywell Lyric thermostat, okay, which I'm enjoying very much. Uh, I think I check it five times a day to see what the temperature in the house has gotten down to. <laughs> so you want to change your password? Well, yeah. So I was worried that I had a generic password, and I, I, I just don't want to contribute to the army. I want to. Password is password is P A S S W O R D hot. Right, which it probably was. But <laughs> what I realized when I was installing it, this I think Honeywell may actually have done a good thing because I had to set a password. It wasn't like when I got my router for our Verizon internet before, it just had a password. And I never mm-hmm. touched it until it got super slow and I was worried somebody else was on there and I had to call the Verizon guy and type in some crazy address and change it from admin123 or something like that. Right. Um, we, yeah, I don't know that I've changed my password on my router. Are routers something that can get recruited for a, a, D, a DDoS attack? Potentially, yeah. You can change that too. The major thing that uh, both of them, that everyone agree that you really have to do is do f- what are called firmware updates. So that's where you, know, you see in your settings on your phone where it has that little red number one. Oh, the red like, one. I'll do that later. I, I feel yeah. like Siri's I mean, like, can't remember floss your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to do those updates. <laughs> I ignored that for like six months one time. Yeah. Well, and then my phone, the my phone stopped working. I know I am. Complicit. I probably actually. But when you have an old phone, attack. sometimes you can't install it because it doesn't brick your phone, but it certainly slows it down. Right. Yeah. Um, I know we have an older laptop and we have not updated the software on it for so long because it's, it's like a six-year-old laptop. It already sucks. It's so slow. <laughs> yeah. And I think if we add the software updates it's going to make it even worse you don't have for the laptop you can get away with not you don't have to get all the way up to sierra or whatever the operating system is but if you see in the you know app store or software update security update whatever Do bring it. that yeah install that yeah in there. and for the so for the honeywell thermostat if it's like some of the other internet things stuff that i've used if you have the app on your phone there's a little section usually under the settings where it's like firmware update something like that so as long as you have those, or if you go to the app store and you know it says update X app, update yeah. your apps, and it has one for that, do that. Um, okay. And then how do you change the password if you want to? So it depends on the device, but if you're talking about the router, routers are a huge pain in the ass to do this for. Really? Because I want, yeah. So I talked to one of these guys. He's from a, one of these, uh, it's called Flashpoint. They're one of the, they're an internet security company. He was one of the guys who was there on that Friday morning when everything was just absolute bedlam, and mm-hmm. he was kind of looking at it, and he one of the guys who discovered it. and the main thing that he was saying was that it's uh his advice at the end was just like look you know take inventory of what you have in your house if you got a wife if you have one of these coffee makers that has wi-fi or some nonsense like that and search just take a second to look at everything and be like firmware update for x or update whatever whatever device and so for like a verizon router you're gonna have to go to this page on verizon where you have to put in http colon backslash one nine two dot six dot whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Star- <laughs> I, I'm already confused. Yes. You, so you go to the Verizon. You, so, so assuming I have Verizon. Yes. I go to my like my Verizon or something like that, and then I put in the router number, the current say, router number. Like which model do you have? And you have to okay. Like, yeah, you'll see which one looks like it. Something okay. Like that. Yeah. And then you put that in, and then you say change my password or change my. Yeah, it'll say. Well, it'll say. You know how to make adjustments to this uh, to this model. Okay. What you end up doing is when you're at home connected to that Wi-Fi to that network, open a browser and you put in, you know, it's usually something HTTP dot colon one nine two. It'll say this on the Verizon page. So oh, ha- I see. You know, pr- you know, have that open, look at it, and then open up a browser window and put that in there. And then okay. that's going to get you to this page that looks like it's straight out of the late 1990s, where it's like login, password. That's probably where it says, you know. 
username is admin, password is password. This is terrifying. Yeah, it's a. It, that's the thing. This is all. This is what it takes to change your name and password yes. on a what, router. That's why it, nobody does it. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah, it's it varies com- like a lot between these different companies, but the this is like the sign of hopefully this is to scare everybody enough to actually make this not a huge pain for everybody. Right. Wait. Okay. So you. So once you're in there, you put in your current username and password, and yeah. then what? You'll see. Well, once you're in there, once you get in using... Is this like a terminal where it's like black and then the right no, is No, it doesn't look like hackers. Do I need to pose? I was like, do I need to like chop my hair off and wear like colored glasses or something? <laughs> and fiddle with a pen in one hand. Yeah, exactly. And say, I'm just about to break into the mainframe. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it, it looks, it's pretty They're intuitive. They're going to fry the motherboard. <laughs> We're going to overload it. No, it will look intuitive and you'll figure out how to do it. But the main thing is to, uh, you'll get into a place where you can say, change your password, whatever. Also, you could, you could make, you, that's, what, that's how you do funny Wi-Fi names right yeah that's where you can set it to <laughs> wait so everybody who has a funny wi-fi name has figured out how to do this typically it depends this makes on me feel stupid ones. some of them are easier than others so don't okay you know, okay it might be somebody with like a apple airport or something like that it's oh, okay. a, a lot easier to do than the verizon oh yeah, i see tc158 whatever right, right, right. we have an amplify router uh-huh. and it just let me type in whatever i wanted oh it's actually too much pressure so i named it whatever the old <laughs> Whatever the old one was called. You named it WX51926. Yeah. I didn't want to have to be witty on the spot like uh, that. Okay. So I left it alone. Yeah. I've, I've appreciated I encountered one that said, it was in somebody's apartment building, and it said, it was an unlocked, like open Wi Fi. It said, I got you. <laughs> that was the name of the network. <laughs> that's so generous. Yeah. I was like, all right. That's nice. Uh, so, yeah, so that's how you can change it that way, change the password. But again, the, major, the thing is to. Honestly, like, look up these software updates are just this huge, annoying. I get like flossing your teeth thing that'll pro- they usually fix, they'll catch something and then they'll fix it that way. Why they're not just automatically updating the background is kind right. of a thing that's annoying right now. So, so what you should do is download your firmware updates while flossing and then you just get a gold star for the entire week. And then, yeah, then you're just nobody, le- everybody leaves you alone. You get a medal in the mail, everything. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Can we, this is the Christmas episode. This is the Christmas episode. Can we make it extra useful this holiday season? Sure. I would like to offer a bit of unsolicited useful advice. Okay. Don't watch Top of the Lake. Okay. People suggest it. It's so dumb. Really? It's the... I've um, heard people say that it was good. No? People love it. And it just, it, it, you watch it and it feels like um, some college fiction writer's first attempt to write characters. (laughs) Oh. People are super weird. There's no reason why... And it's never used up. Right. We've, we finished it last night. It's a, I, heard, I heard it's like Lynchian, but maybe it's like not Lynchian enough. <laughs> Is this a Netflix series? Uh, it was BBC. It's on Netflix now. Okay. Um, okay. It's Elizabeth Moss and Holly yeah. Hunter, who has got to be the most annoying actress. Oh. It's, for what She plays the most annoying character. But as an actress, I've... Yeah. If you're home for the holidays, you know what you should watch is The Snowman. Have you seen that? No, but I'll watch it. uh, It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of a kid's thing, uh, but... I'm not here to think. Okay. Yeah, it is, uh, it's adorable and kind of sad. My family is really into it. It's (laughs) a... a claymation thing, is it? It's not claymation. It is, uh, it's actually, it's, uh, it's based on a, a children's book, I believe, but it's all drawn in colored pencil. So it's like colored pencil animation, and cool. it's really beautiful. Like, I don't know who, who drew it, um, but it's about, like, a kid builds a snowman, snowman comes to life, and there's a bit of a sad ending. So okay. Snowman melts? Yeah, the snowman melts. 
There's not a lot of sad <laughs> endings. There. Well, no, but I mean, it, uh, you 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 really feel it when you when the you kid realizes that, in fact snowmen can't come to life. Yeah, and that's it's the end of the story. It's pretty sad. Uh, I would watch it. I mean, we watched it when I was a very little kid, and I remember crying quite a bit. Uh, so maybe don't watch it with like a young child, but uh, you know, it, it teaches them about the poignance of uh, the ephemerality ephem- nature, of ephemerality life. of life. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have any particular holiday favorites, Alex? Uh, no, we always just. My mom and I ended up watching the just the early seasons of South Park with Mr. Hank and the Christmas <laughs> Boo and the, uh, wow. the Jesus versus Santa Claus. Uh, this was like what the is very, your house like? I was just a funny kind of. I don't know. Their Christmas specials are the funniest. Uh, of, sound of like, all of them, I think. If you got te- that, if you got teenagers. Yeah, that's it. Always, yeah. Because South Park got started because it was this short that they did called Jesus versus Santa, and it was like Santa and Jesus wrestling. And it's just, I don't know, when the. You know, all the grandparents and everything have gone to bed. That's when you... That's a good one to... Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. So one other thing I wanted to do for this episode is uh, I read the other day that the various home contraptions like Siri and Google Home and Alexa, they tell you... They have different pre-programmed things to tell you if you ask... uh, Difficult holiday questions. Which children might ask, such as, is Santa real? Oh, that's funny, because if the kids are alone, and it's like, hey, Alexa, is Santa real? Oh, oh she heard me. She heard you. she doing oh. anything? She's re- she chose she's to ignore me. She's refusing to respond Like any good parent would. She just <laughs> Well, let's, let's ask her. Let's ask Alexa. Alexa, is Santa real? I don't know him personally, but I've heard a lot of good things about Santa. If I ever meet him, I'll tell you. Oh, that's a, nice that's a pretty, that's a pretty good response. one. Yeah, yeah, neutral. All right, let's find out what Google thinks. Okay, Google. Is Santa real? I ho ho hope he's real. Grown. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Uh, can 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 you like continue on that? So like, Google, are you sure? Okay, Google, are you sure? I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she knew what I was referencing. No, I try try the whole thing again. Okay, Google, are you sure Santa's real? I ho-ho hope he's real. Uh, so they only got the one. Should we ask Siri? Yeah. Let's ask Siri. See if she picks this up. Hey, Siri. Is Santa real? Just following the electrons. I mean, the elections. <laughs> what did she think you asked? She said, what's up, hey, Siri, is Santa real? But real, uh, now she, I repeated it to her. And she's gonna answer <laughs> Siri. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, Siri. Is Santa real? Let's just say I'm not the only one who knows if you've been good or bad. Ooh. <laughs> sassy. Awesome. <Hey>. sassy. <laughs> okay, Google. Where is Santa? Santa is trying to stuff in a few more gifts. <laughs> Whoa. He's at the North Pole. Takeoff is scheduled for December 24th. That was, what, was, what was the creak? Was that him that stuffing, was him the stuffing gifts? more gifts? He was stuffing Sounded them. like, <laughs> I don't know. Got weird. Yeah, yeah. No, that was got strange. Like, was wait, uh, she's got like reindeer a, taxi she's got a line into his apartment? Like, yeah. is she, are we to assume that? Maybe she's Santa. Well, wait, let's see what Alexa has to say about that. Alexa, where's Santa Claus? Santa is at home, having someone learned rest before preparing for Christmas. 
Some well-earned rest. A well-earned well rest. rest. I, I thought, yeah. thought well-earned rest, which yeah. I thought maybe <laughs> was like a steak or something. <laughs> uh, hold on, let's see. Alexa, read The Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even Didn't a mouse. the whole damn thing? The stockings were hung by the chimney Alexa, with care, stop. In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be Alexa, there. stop. The children were nestled all asleep <laughs> in their Alexa, beds. stop. Like, you asked for this. Happy holidays, and we hope you're enjoying our show. The Most Useful Podcast Ever is produced by the staff of Popular Mechanics and edited by Jesse Wright Mendoza. We'd like to thank Sarah Bentley and Andy Bowers from Panoply and Popular Mechanics Editor-in-Chief Ryan D'Agostino. Please subscribe to our show on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a comment. We'd love to know what you think. If you want to read more about the best gifts in the world, you should check out our website, popularmechanics.com. While you're there, you can subscribe to the print and digital edition of Popular Mechanics Magazine for just $13.99 a year. Check it out. It just won an award in Ad Age. I'm Jacqueline Detweiler. Thanks for listening.